This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. BBC Sounds. Music, radio, podcasts. Hello, I'm Owen Morgan. Welcome to the TMS podcast of the Cricket World Cup. It's come to this. Here's the last ball of the World Cup final. Archer bowls it, it's clipped away into the leg side. They're going to come back for the second. The throw is picked up, they throw to the wicket keeper's end. He's yeah! run out, is he? I think he's run out. England think he's run out. England are convinced he's been run out. That tells you that England have won the World Cup. Hello, I'm Jonathan Agnew at Lords, where I've just witnessed one of the most exciting, tense, dramatic matches of cricket in my life. Unprecedented scenes. England have won their first ever World Cup by scoring more boundaries than New Zealand in a super over after it ended as a tie. You'll hear reaction from the players, of course, as well as the thoughts of Michael Vaughan, Jimmy Anderson, Phil Tufnell, Alex Stewart and Jeremy Coney. But there's only one place you want to start, and that's by bringing you all that raw reaction from the victory in full. The TMS Podcast at the Cricket World Cup. Stand. It'll be confirmed on the screen. Out. And Joffa Archer has done it from the most unpromising start. He's on his knees. Well done, young man. My word. What an effort that is. What an effort. 24-year-old Joffa Archer to come out and bowl that over. He's slammed for six over deep mid-wicket. It's been an absolutely brilliant game of cricket, and I'd have said that if they'd got those two runs there. It really has, and to have been opened up for people to watch, to see it, to enjoy it, to get some idea of what cricket's all about. What a day it's been. And you can't help but feel really sorry for New Zealand and Guptill, who will who will just look at that, that yard that he couldn't make for years to come, but it was always going to be a tall order. The throw came in like a rocket from deep mid-wicket. I've still not seen who threw it, to be honest. I was watching the batsman. But Owen Morgan, who has spent four years planning for this, can now embrace his players, Chris Wokes at the moment. And the celebrations will start on what has been an incredibly dramatic day here at Lord's unprecedented scenes at the home of cricket which has hosted an incredible game an incredible game and they're bringing out the podiums and so on for the presentations the England players are still out there in the middle, it's deafening I've lost my voice here leaving the field, New Zealand's batsman traipsing behind, devastated by that, and there's a nice shake of the hands and embrace there from Ben Stokes to Martin Guptill, so bad luck, it could have been us and it could, it could have been. Jimmy, you were a bit anxious a few minutes ago, what do you make of that? Wow, that was, uh, it was tense wasn't it? <laughs> um, Tense, I just, it? I, I just I, I, I'm speechless. I'm like delighted for the lads. You can see how much it means to them. Ben Stokes getting quite emotional there at the end. Uh, obviously, he's been through a lot. 
and um, yeah, just incredible. This is nice. I'm just looking at something that's flashed up here. I was a casual cricket fan going into the World Cup. That was one of the most fantastic moments I've heard. Thanks from America. Well, that's you know, that's what this is all about: getting out, reaching new people, to demonstrate the sport. And this is only one form of it, you know. You've got Test cricket to come. You've got the Ashes, and Jimmy will be there tearing in at Edgebaston, and it'll be different. It'll be five-day Test cricket. It'll be the Ashes, and it's a wonderful game. And if uh, today has been a first for you, and I, I, I really hope you've enjoyed it, I really hope you come again in whatever capacity. Play it, watch it, listen to it, umpire it, score it. Andy Zaltzman here. What a lovely time, lovely six weeks he's had, and, and thanks, Andy, for all the. Amazing stats that you've given, all the information. You've done an absolutely brilliant job. Uh, well done, you. Thank you. And uh, I think I'm heading off, heading off to the far end, which will be fun. We'll go and interview uh, all that we can. I might, might even join in some high fives, Michael. You're coming with me. <laughs> I'm yeah. coming with you. Yes. Good. I'm not going to do the sprinkler this time. Yeah. Well, let's say what a day. I mean, New Zealand. Simon Mann's coming in yeah, here. Yeah. No one deserved to lose that game, but the drama. What we have just witnessed over the last hour, can't quite believe it. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jimmy, that was... Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a game of cricket like it in my life. No. That was, was just it? amazing. Yeah. And you've got, got to give it to both teams, I think. Um, oh. You know, you couldn't separate them all the way through. And to have it decided oh. on boundaries... It's just a run out of the last ball of the tie break to then be a tie <laughs> and would it all count back? I don't know whether you could get much better than that. This is a fantastic game of cricket. Everyone's on their feet here at Lords. It's just been stunning. Congratulations to England, hard lines to New Zealand. I mean, just a stunning day. Yeah, you've never seen anything like it, Tuff, you'll never see anything like it again. I mean, that is no. it was just uh, astonishing. But really tough on New Zealand. You think of those four overthrows. Oh. Towards the end of the game, it was just a, it was a fluke, really, wasn't it? It was one of those anachronisms, really, uh, with the, the laws of the game. Uh, yeah. There's no sort of real justice. I suppose the only thing people would say, well, is if you make the ball live, then that's it's always a possibility that can happen. But it's so tough on New Zealand, who were, you know, they were well placed in that final over. Even Ben Stokes yeah. middled the deflection. <laughs> that's what Nicky yeah. was in. <laughs> what a knock by him, by the way. Um, He's been threatening to do it all World Cup, hasn't he? He's just missed out a couple of times. He was going to do it against Sri Lanka as well when they run out of partners. What a knock by Ben Stokes. Uh, coming in, him and Josh Butler. England were all in trouble, in trouble. New Zealand all over us like a rash. Just got their heads down, got a partnership together. And it just goes to show that if you stay in the game, you've still got a chance anything can happen. The other aspect of that as well that's worth picking out, haven't already done so is how Archie came back after being oh. hit for six early you know the wide and then being hit for six early in the over yeah I mean well I mean Jimmy probably know more than me but I mean I think he just went to his go-to ball which is just try and get it down the end the pressure you must be under there as you say and there's a great shot by Nisham there which absolutely creamed it for six what was it second or third ball you can't start thinking about going funky brave ball to go short yeah yeah about yeah it was but like you say, like, that's his go-to. He, he, um, all through this game, the cross-back shots were the hardest to hit on, on a pitch that was a little bit tricky uh, pace-wise. And I, I just thought he uh, yeah, went to, like you say, backed himself, went with what he knew, went with his strength, 
Uh, and yeah, th- through that over, I think the, the wide was a harsh one potentially yeah, at, yeah. at the start of the over. So he, he could have um, lost his cool there, oh. but he kept it together. And uh, and then being hit for six as well. It, it, I mean, it was so, so impressive to keep his is cool in that situation. Well, one thing I will say here, and I know just you know, being an Englishman and very proud of myself, I, I think England have been the best team over the uh, over the tournament. I think they've looked the best side. I think they've had all the bases covered. So even though this was a fantastic game, and I feel so sorry for New Zealand, they played their hearts out. I think probably over the tournament, England perhaps just with a better team. Uh, the, the winning margin is... I don't know what the winning margin is. No, 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 it wasn't. We, we, it wasn't. We didn't win. We tied. No, you didn't. <laughs> we, we played for eight hours or whatever it is. We got the same number of runs in the game. We got the same number of runs in, in a tied over. In a, in a, I mean, why do we separate? I think it's actually, to be honest, I don't want to sound like Sourgratch, because well done, and I don't feel that. I just think it's whoever was playing... When you've got two tied things, after all the day yeah. together, how can you decide yeah. between the truth? That's the truth of the matter, and I think it's a little bit unsatisfactory to then go to something else. And who looks the smartest team before on the yeah. bus? I'm the only I thing- mean, you know, <laughs> where, where where do you keep going to in order to find out yeah. something? It, it's an I would be happy. Way. I'd be happy to share that. Hold yeah, on a minute. Sure. I've, I've got the hacks sure all out. No, but you share yeah. it before you start the over. It, it's an arbitrary way of, of settling the match. The only thing I would say well, is like, going, going like in run rate. Yeah, going into Same that last sort of over. Thing. Going into the last over. Or that final yeah. over, or the final ball. Well, New Zealand knew exactly what they had to do. Well, it wasn't. As if, yeah. It was a pro- suddenly a surprise that they. No, had to no, get, not at all. Cut they got the half. same number of runs. Do you yeah. think cut it in half? Cut it in half. So, Why don't we cut it in half? Well, Would you not have a double super over? <laughs> you go again. What's wrong with 50 overs each, guys? What's <laughs> wrong with 50 <laughs> overs each? We've had enough rotten luck, frankly, oh. with, the, with the run, you know, with the off the bat. Oh, no, that was what tough. about the first ball of the 50 overs? Come on, you all guys all know those things. So You're not you sharing th- the trophy, though, are you? Eh? You can't share the trophy. Why, why can't you get It's a it? final. You have to have a winner. It's finding the right way. And yeah, so well, I hear... Ger- I, listen, I get everything yeah, you're saying. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But you I, can't I, I, share a World Cup final. Calm down, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm very calm. I, honestly, I feel very calm about it all. I just think if it had been the other way around, I'd feel exactly the same way. That was amazing, by the way, the, 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 the bat slide from Stokes. And I've never seen that before in my life. I mean, he's timed it perfectly and it shot off to the pavilion for four. I mean, I, you, just, you couldn't write that. You can't write it. Well, if you did, you'd, you'd be saying, sorry, that, that's too far-fetched. Yeah. It was, been, it was amazing. What an amazing day. Yeah, for those of you who missed it, England were, Stokes was coming back for a second in the final over. He dived to make his ground. The ball hit his bat and went to the boundary before. So they got six off that ball, which you know, it felt, it feels unfair. And I've seen a few people saying, you know, it's a lack of sportsmanship. But oh, no, it's, it, in, it's, the it's, not, it's in the yeah. regulations it's in, it's in the laws made. of the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, in the, yeah, it's in the laws. Paragraph four, yeah. Uh, yeah. subsection two, <laughs> uh, 2B. And it's just, it's just one of those really harsh laws, but, it, you know, it, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Unlucky New Zealand, played brilliantly, made a brilliant day. People, will, people, people all around the world will be looking at that, thinking, 50 over cricket, I want to get involved in it. It, doesn't get any, it does not get any better than that. Alec, you played in a, a losing final. What's it like for those New Zealanders down there? It, it's a moment they'll never, ever forget, and, and for the wrong reasons. Well, they'd have loved the occasion. But now, you know, whatever you're saying, Jeremy's spoken, you know, very fairly, and 
and very independently as well. But for those lads, you know, there's three, four years planning going into that, and it's been taken away from them. Okay, Jonathan's gone to the far end of the ground to get some uh, reaction. Here he is. Oh, it's like a bun fight down here. Normally these things are so ordered and so on, but it's just everybody hugging. I've had a hug from Chris Wokes, which I've never had before. Oh, Chris, thank you for that. I mean, I enjoyed it, but how emotional are you? I've lost the words as well, Aggers. I just can't believe what's happened for the last hour. Like, I just, I just can't get my head around it. I literally can't get my head around it. World champions, and to be honest, I thought it was gone. You know, I needing 30 off. What was it? 16 or something? I, I just, I thought we'd, we'd, we'd blown it, but um, I just don't know. I'm lost for words. It, it, it was an incredible game of cricket. Johnny Bairstow's here as well. Great tournament, Johnny. Great tournament. You've had a wonderful time. How were you watching that? <laughs> Nervous. Um, <laughs> Yeah, as Wokesy says... Um, we, we that, that last, Come on, Chris. You're not, going, you're not going to blub on the radio. Right, the last uh, <laughs> hour's cricket there was insane. I mean, oh. um, And then, obviously, Stokes coming back for two and we got lucky with that uh, ball that went for Well, four. I must ask about that. I mean, that was total fluke, isn't it? I mean, to see a batsman die full length. I mean, I, I, could, I, I might ask Ben in a minute. If it had only gone for one, would he have taken the run? I don't know. Goes to the boundary. I mean, that, that's it. It's, it's four, isn't it? Yeah, exactly that. And, look, ebbs and flows all the way through the tournament. I mean... There's um, occasions through the tournament that someone nicks it, someone misses it and everything else. But I tell you what, I'm so proud of this bunch of lads. We've been through the mill and back over the last three, four years. Uh, even through this tournament, we've um, worked really, really hard and played some amazing cricket along the way. And to, to share it with some of your mates that you've grown up with um, and your mates' families that you've been on tour with for the last seven, eight years... I know. Yeah, it's uh, it's a, look at the crowd. Look at there's 29,000 people here who have gone nowhere. There's Indian shirts over there with England flags flying. What, what has this done for cricket, do you think? Well, I was just about to say, that Super Over and the way that game finished has probably been the best day for cricket in this country. 100%. You know, the amount of people that will be watching on the edge of their seats, people that haven't even watched the game before, they'll now soon be watching, that is for sure. Because, yeah. like you say, a full house here at Lords, an England win, a World Cup champions... I mean, that sounds crazy in itself, but I think what today has done for the game, what we have, as a team have done over the last four years is something really special. And I th- you, don't, you, don't, you, not, you don't deserve anything until, you know, last, last, last ball's bold. And I think we've just... I, I thought it was destiny. The way everything has happened today, I feel like it's just destiny. As a bowler, Chris, what sort of effort was that from young Joffre Archer, 24 years old, his first season of international cricket? I know he's obviously played T20 and so on, fine. But to come on and bowl that, it's ridiculous. It just shows how good this bloke is, mate. He really is a young, a young bloke at that as well. But he's, he's a world champion. He's played what 15 ODI games, but he's looked, he's cruised it. He really has, and he picks his moments when he wants to turn it on and when he doesn't. But he has been unbelievable. He has been such an add to this team. He's been so good. I don't think I'm going to get a hug from Joss Butler. Chris, go and enjoy yourself. Go on. If you've spoken to me enough, well, well, well. <laughs> Unbelievable, isn't it? I think. This great game served up so many things, but that one was, I don't think anyone's seen anything oh. like that. It was uh, unbelievable. Um, that throw it, who threw it? I couldn't even see. I was up there. No I'm, 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 who no threw idea. it? No who idea. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, it was close enough to the stumps. Um, we well, you had a bit there. of work to do. Oh, not much. Not much. But, oh. so it's, um, it's just, um, like, it's so hard to put into words what it's like here. The atmosphere, a World Cup final at Lords, and it's just uh, the the best moment ever in our well, cricket careers. And, and, and I mean, there's some proper emotion out here, isn't there? I mean, it, it, look at you all, all draped round each other. I mean, it is fantastic. Unbelievable. I think, you know, having won, you can now 
think about the journey we came on to, to try and get here. Yes. Um, and it's quite an unbelievable um, thing we've done on to, to complete this in a ridiculous fashion. No, no team deserved to lose, but um, look at these scenes. It's, it's unbelievable. Well, we're ca- I'm catching a lift with you here because I want, I, want I want to feel this. We're actually approaching the grandstand, which is packed, packed to the rafters. England flags are flying. People there are standing up. This is where the presentation is going to be, I think. Just, just I asked um, Chris about Joffre Archer. He's 24. What? I mean, that responsibility to do that—it's extraordinary, unbelievable. Yeah, and he takes it all in his stride. Um, you know, for him to come in and perform as he has done, everyone knew how good he was. Um, and just to come in and show it as consistently as he has done, but then to be throwing the ball in a Super Over in a World Cup final, like you say, at the age of 24, and to deliver in the way he does, um, he's a superstar. Yeah. Josh, go and enjoy it. Thanks. Th- thanks for talking to us. Off you go. Uh, that's Josh Butler. Michael Vaughan's here. Uh, this is just amazing. I mean, this is... Look at the thousands of people in the grandstand on their feet. The lady up there, an MCC blazer, she's enjoying herself. Uh, I can see here the ECB and so on. What a huge day for... Well, not, just, not just English cricket, but anyone who's, who is watching this... Uh, would have found that uh, amazing. A shake of the hands there for Martin Guptill, walking past, looking disappointed. Well, Michael, what do you reckon to that? Honestly, I can't believe what we've just witnessed and these crowds, uh, you know, the emotions of what we've been through on air, but the emotions of the players, two sets of players that gave it absolutely everything. I'm looking at the New Zealand team that just walked by and, you know, they gave it absolutely everything. They'd had the game won, then there was a, a partnership between Joss Butler and Ben Stokes. England were getting the game back. Then Butler, the catch by Tim Southey on the boundary. Then Wokes came in and played a, a, not a great shot. You know, and then all of a sudden, Ben Stokes just took over the game. And that last over, 15 from four. I've never, ever seen the ball coming from the boundary with the batsman not looking at the ball, diving in. And Josh Butler just whispered, whispered in me, he said, that's the first one he timed all day. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit harsh, isn't it? I'm going to take this rather nasty purple top off. I don't think he did that. We've, we've made it out into the middle. Well, I mean, and, and uh, I think it's Johnny there, but Johnny Bairstow straight away talked about that incredible deflection, the fluke, the, yeah, yeah. the glance off Stokes' bat. I mean, that, how could something like that basically decide a game of cricket? It's just fine margins at the highest level and the scrutiny of a, a final... You have to say, New Zealand, I, I don't know how much more they could have done. I, if you had to look at a few of the little decisions, the LBW on Jason Roy in that first over, that yes. could easily have gone the way of New Zealand. I don't think they had the rub of the green. It, it, it's been written for a few weeks, but the way that this England team have played over four years, they thoroughly deserve to be the world champions. They've been the benchmark for you know, the way that the one-day game's been played. They were asked on a tricky wicket, can they do something against their grain? You know, can they chase down a target which has been you know, quite awkward for them with Chase against Sri Lanka at Headingley? And they produced, they got in the game with a, a great partnership. That partnership between Butler and Ben Stokes, that was the ultimate pressure because England had lost the game at that Real position. calm. Yeah, and they just knocked it around. Then all of a sudden Butler started to find his groove. Ben Stokes realised that. He realised he wasn't playing great in terms of the ball hitting the middle of the bat. And he just thought, you know what, I'll give you the strike. But when Butler got out, he went, I've got to do it. And that is a great, great player. A, a player that can step up and do it exactly when his team needs him. I mean, I, we, we've said we've, we've had great days in Test cricket. This is something I, I've never, ever experienced. Well, I must say, it, it has gone to another level. I'm going to turn around and look over the other side of the ground, bathed in sunshine, and just people... I mean, people aren't going. People are just going to relish this and, and, and savour it. And 
take it away. And the members are all there, the pavilions full. People are waiting for this. the presentations. We've got a battery of photographers here with lenses pointing towards the backdrop. This is where the captains will be interviewed. And I'll, uh, I'll certainly get a, a conversation, of course, with Owen Morgan and others. The presentation has begun. The umpires coming on, the officials receive their uh, medallions uh, and so on. I think we might, uh, we might keep going, Michael, for a while. We'll chat here. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll break off, depending on who's being interviewed. Nasser Hussain will be doing, uh, will be doing those. Fitting end to the tournament, the way, the way it's ended? Uh, has, has it been that yeah. sort of total nerve-jangling event for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I said it a couple of weeks ago. I really felt that this World Cup was gripping people. You know, everywhere I was going, people were talking about it. Uh, we had that period of rain for a week, which kind of put a dampener on it, pardon the pun. But the tournament has had great games. And I, I want to give credit to a lot of the groundsmen because one or two have been criticised, producing pictures, I guess, that we've not seen over the course of the last four years. But it's created great drama. This pitch today was a, a tremendous pitch for, for drama. 242 60 games. You know, just a little bit there for the bowl, a bit of seam movement, a little bit of grab for the seamers. Ben Stokes, man of the match. What a, what a moment for someone that's gone through so much over the course of the last 18 months. And he's receiving his trophy from Sachin Tendulkar, no less. And he's having a chat with the, the little master before moving down the presentation there. We'll, we'll have a chat with him. I'll, I'll speak to Ben later, I'm sure. Man, the, uh, the man of the match will be brought to us, as uh, I, I would imagine. So we can, we can, we'll carry on chatting and we'll let them uh, carry on with that. But stay tuned uh, to wherever you're listening for all the reaction that we'll get here. We're down here on the outfield, on, this, uh, on the hallowed turf of Lords, and we're just queuing up and we'll uh, catch people's eyes and we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get to speak to most of the players, I'm sure, during the course of, uh, of this uh, this. Uh, session here. The toss today was that, was that an important just, one for you? Just look at the stands, everyone's turning around looking at the screen, this is an incredible sight, there's not one person left the ground, I'm looking around the whole ground everyone's stood on the feet, everyone's applauding, people that can see the big screens are turning around and seeing the screens, this is exactly what cricket needed, this is the, this is the moment that I reckon in 5 or 10 years time we'll be seeing kids in the street because they've seen this today They'll play the game and they'll try and inspire themselves to be the Ben Stokes and Joss Butler, Joffre Archer. This is going to inspire a new generation. I have no doubt about it. Yeah, well, at least I know what they look like. I mean, the, 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 what, what this will do for, uh, you know, for, for English cricket and, and, and the players themselves, um, well, will, will, will be remarkable. So Stokes is talking over there. We'll, we'll uh, get a chance to talk to him. I mean, so much has been win-toss, win-match. Uh, well, didn't, didn't happen today. No, it didn't. Um, you know, but I still think it was worth batting first. I still think that uh, getting runs on the board was was very important. New Zealand, I look back at the way that they batted. You know, Kane, Williamson, and Nichols were playing nicely. They were well on the way to getting 272 80. That would have won New Zealand the game. You know, as I said before, the rubber of the green didn't go the way of the Kiwis today. You know, they did everything they could in the field. I thought cap- captaincy and the tactical side of Kane Williamson. I thought he was magnificent. I thought his bowlers stood up. That opening burst by Matt Henry. That was high class. The ball was moving around and, you know, they didn't have a, a great deal of fortune. There's lots of playing and missing and they got, you know, wickets at key times. When that fourth wicket fell and the, the skipper himself, Omar, one, put one down deep point, really good catch by Ferguson. You felt that it was going to be really tough for England, but Josh Butler and Ben Stokes, particularly Butler, Butler is this calming presence that as soon as he walks out to the middle, I start to breathe a sigh of relief because I just feel that he's going to calm the situation down. He started to play really sensibly and England quietly and surely just got themselves back into the game 
and then as soon as Butler went, you felt, wait a minute, this this game's going to be lost. And it was Ben Stokes. It was his hitting at the end. It was that dive, the ball hitting the bat, and drama. The the super over. I think we all felt once Jimmy Neesham put that super over into the stand. That six. That was it. England had lost. Uh, remarkable day. Ben Stokes is walking past. I'll catch you in a minute, Ben. Congratulations. Well played. Uh, he's got his his trophy there in his hand. So uh, he's returning to his his teammates now. Should we just tune in? We might, we might not hear uh, from uh, from Williamson, the defeated captain. And I think maybe we're just uh, he's receiving uh, a trophy that I suppose at the moment you won't necessarily want to look at. But it has been an incredible, incredible day. Kane, this is probably one of the harder interviews you have to give. I guess you'd swap both those trophies for one extra run. Yeah, I'm happy. Um... Look, it certainly wasn't uh, just one extra run. You know, there's so many small parts in that match that um, could have gone either way, as we saw uh, throughout that whole game. But congratulations to England. Um, they've had a fantastic campaign and they, they deserve the victory. Well, come on, because I'm going to speak to you later um, after the end of the presentation. But let's just talk about your batting. The way you've played in this tournament has been truly remarkable. You've averaged over 80, 200s, 250s. You must be very proud of the way you hit it. Yeah, it's, it's been challenging. The pitches have been uh, a little bit different to what we perhaps have expected, and there was a lot of talk of 300-plus scores, but we haven't seen many of those, and there's been a, a tough fight. Um, and, and I want to thank outside as well, the New Zealand side, and the fight that they showed throughout this whole campaign on some tough wickets. Um, showed a huge amount of heart to get us to this stage, um, all but a draw or a tie in the final, um, but it just wasn't meant to be today. That award is not just for your batting, it's for your captaincy as well. They're a good set of bowlers to captain, aren't they? They get, cover a lot of bases for you. Yeah, that's right. We a really well-balanced attack. Um, you know, there's so many parts to it. Um, you know, the guys are shattered at the moment. Eh? It's, it's obviously very devastating, but um, they've performed throughout this tournament um, at such a high level and given us every opportunity to go on and, and win this comp. But um, like I say, it's, uh, it's pretty tough to swallow at this stage, but um, a fantastic effort from our guys all around. Well played, Kane Williamson, player of the tournament. Yes, thanks. So, uh, well, the sort of uh, response you'd expect from a gentleman like Kane Williamson, uh, who must be uh, devastated with, with how it's ended. But, uh, well, that's, that's the way New Zealand play their, play their cricket, isn't it? It's always very sporting. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine the emotions of what Kane Williamson's going through because his team have been, you know, very good today. They put in a, a real good fight. You know, to lose on boundaries hit on the day, it, it, well, it's never been heard of before. You know, I think the way that he manages himself, the, the, the kind of understated way that he is, that's his team. They just go about the business. They like being underdogs. They like, you know, no, not many people to talk about them in terms of winning events. But they always arrive at the last two finals. They'll feel they should have won this today. Uh, a, a great cricketing nation. You know, what they, they bring to the game in terms of hard work, ethics, togetherness, smartness. You know, it's a lesson to all teams that, you know, if you make the most of what you've got, if you don't have the best players, and, and let's be honest, they don't have from 1 to 11 the best players in the world, but by do they get the best out of themselves, and that's a great lesson to everybody. Now, um, Joffre Archer, I, wonder, I must ask, we'll, ask, we'll find out from Owen, I suppose, what the conversation was when uh, they were deciding who was going to bowl that over. It'd be fascinating to know, wouldn't it? Would they have decided in advance? I mean, we sort of twigged onto the possibility of a tie uh, with, what, 30 runs out or so? You thought, hang on, this is where it's going to go. I wonder when England first thought, oh, super over. I mean, it's not something you can practice, really, is it? No, it's not something that you can practice, but I would say that they knew probably 
eight weeks ago when they picked him. You know, that's why they picked him to see out games. He's an outstanding death bowler in all the leagues around the world. He's dealt with pressure before. I mean, to deal with that amount of pressure, I think he'll be the first to admit that I don't think he got that many balls in the right zone. Yeah. You know, once he got hit for that six from Jimmy Neesham, the next ball was crucial. He went short. Neesham didn't get hold of it. Uh, the last ball was a good one to Gupsal because he just went, right, I'll tuck you in, get you hit into the leg side where we've got three fielders on the boundary. We'll try and hope that you hit it just somewhere near and we'll get the run out on the second run, exactly what happened. Uh, but if you actually look at the England team, I guess, they're young. You know, I'm looking at them now and I'm kind of going, Owen Morgan's, what, 31? Can he last another four years, potentially? But the rest of them are also young and they're the world champions. You know, they're going to be there on that podium in about five minutes' time, lifting the World Cup at Lords in front of all these people. Owen Morgan plays here. This is his ground. This yeah. is his home territory. That's his home dressing room that he's played in for many, many years for Middlesex. And to think that he's going to be on that podium lifting the World Trophy over four years of planning, hard work, meetings behind the scenes, I'm sure a lot of heartache that we don't get to see. I'm sure if you speak to him about the last six weeks, the, the ups and downs of what, he, what the team and what he has gone through, this last few days, just the emotions have been... You know, the, the England captain winning a semi-final, coming here to Lords, uh, having to deal with the media yesterday, bigger than ever he would have expected. And then to suddenly be out there under that amount of pressure with the drama of the game, well, I'd say that he probably needs to sleep for a few days, but he's not going to get any chance to do that because they have to go and have the biggest party of all time. Well, they must do it. But, I mean, just, I know they were hugging and everything was emotional, but that was a roller coaster too. Wasn't yeah. it? You were playing, actually playing in that game. I mean, people, people's nerves were shredded watching it or yeah. commentating on it. I've, my throat's sore. <laughs> I mean, what they must have been through up in that dressing room. Well, uh, just... And out in the middle. Look, I reckon if you ask them honestly, they'd have felt they'd lost the game. They'd lost the game on two or three occasions to get out there in a super over. You know, I'm sure when, when Ben Stokes dived in and it hit the bat, they must have looked at each other and gone, is it written in the stars? For that to happen was truly remarkable. Well, Owen Morgan's finished there. He's clasped the World Cup trophy in his hands. He's shaking hands with a fellow who's giving it to him. And in a moment, you are going to hear a tremendous roar from this crowd here at Lords. As Owen Morgan stands on the podium, he's in front of his team. There it goes! the players are jumping up and down they're celebrating, there are fireworks going off, there's flames shooting into the air as England are crowned world champions Jason Roy kisses the trophy Owen Morgan's walking off, whether he's going to lead his team off into a lap of honour or something, I'm, I'm not sure, but anyway there's more photographs to be taken and uh, we'll have our uh, conversation with uh, some of these players once they've gone through all of this, uh, this formal business here. There's bottles of champagne that are about to be uh, unleashed. And uh, for, for now, another photograph again with that trophy held absolutely at full stretch by a grinning Owen Morgan, who uh, I've interviewed before most matches, not all, but most matches in this tournament, and who has remained icy cool and focused and apparently calm throughout, but now he's getting absolutely soaked with uh, the champagne that the players have. 
<laughs> well, it's like something. It's a cross between Formula One and I'm not sure exactly what. But anyway, uh, England's captain is absolutely soaked with champagne. He's still clasping hold of the World Cup trophy that he'll have dreamt of holding throughout these six weeks. And for a while, my word, it didn't look as if England would, would get anywhere near coming here. It looks like they might not even qualify. Owen, sorry, I'm going to get you now. You smell appalling that champagne all over you. Uh, I, don't, you I don't even like champagne. Today, I absolutely love it. Uh, what an unbelievable day. Uh, a great advert for the game. I commend the Black Cats and, and Kane. Uh, an incredibly tight game that, you know, with the finest of margins managed to get us over the line. Uh, we're incredibly proud. This has been in the pipeline for four years. A lot of planning behind it. Everybody that's involved here and a lot of people who aren't. The backroom staff have been incredible. So it's time to enjoy yourselves, I think, I guess. It is. A feel free to give the crowd a wave while we're talking. I'm, I'm, I'm stealing a ride with you, so go around the crowd. Give them a wave. They, 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 go on. It's, isn't this incredible? Absolutely unbelievable. I still can't quite believe it. Uh, the whole day, to be honest. Packed house and Lords. The support is incredible. It's been incredible from the very beginning of the tournament. You had a good faith, belief for all our fans. And... We've managed to pull it off. That's such a good feeling. How did you feel? I mean, you can almost divide the two things up into two games, but I mean, but the main event, did, did you feel you were, that you were behind it towards the end there? Towards the end, uh, yeah, probably when Chris Wokes got out, I think Liam Plunkett came in and got us back into the game. And Ben Stokes would have had to do a lot to get us over. I thought we had a, a, a lot of rubber the green with Ben's overthrows and everything that happened. That was, a, that was remarkable, wasn't it? I, I would have loved to hear the commentary on that. I don't know how you describe I'll it. I'll play it to you, Sadar. I said it was a complete <laughs> fluke. <laughs> oh, but that's a bit of luck sometimes that gets you over. We went home and drive it in, coming out in the super over. Ben continued again to have a great day out with Joss. And then... Give them a wave. You can do that. No, but don't keep talking to me all the time. Give them a wave. Here's Owen Morgan, ladies and gentlemen. There you are. Look. <laughs> Isn't it... Isn't it fabulous? It's incredible. Honestly, certainly a day to remember. You can be honest now, and I suspect there are times where you... Did you ever, did you ever, ever think you weren't going to get here? I mean, when, when after those three defeats, were, were there, were there well, some dark moments where you thought, I'm not, I'm not sure we're going to get there? There was certainly doubt in my mind as to whether we'd even make the semi-final. I've never allowed myself to imagine actually winning the World Cup, which is cynical me, to be honest. Um, but it's, it's just unbelievable. Joffre Archer, how, why, how, how, how did you select that? I mean, for a 24-year-old, that's an incredible responsibility. You gave him. Oh, it's actually, a, it was an easy decision. He's, the, he's our best Yorker bowler. He's one of the best Yorker bowlers in the world. We just asked him to do what he's been doing since he became a professional cricketer and he's a guy with the world at his feet you know he's a very good red ball bowler he's been incredible for us throughout the World Cup and so there's, there's a lot ahead for Joffre Archer Edrich Stan we'll give them a wave Owen go on yeah, <laughs> it's, it is absolute it is absolute look at that for us uh, Michael Vaughan's taking a selfie he's making to all this sort of stuff <laughs> What, what a scene. But everyone's going to buy into this, Owen. I mean, this is free-to-air TV, the millions of people that have been watching, uh, listening and so on to this. What, 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 I mean, you can look at this. What, what, what's, I, I, I can't imagine a scene like this to do at Lords as well. 
we've said incredible about 50 times since we've lifted the trophy. It, it truly is that our fans and supporters are, I think, the best people on the planet. They, they've supported us throughout, regardless when we looked like we weren't going to qualify. Two must-win games. Uh, that we managed to scrape through it, and then Edgebaston in the semi-final has continued through to today. So I'd like to thank them all. They've been incredible for us over the last four years. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for the time you've given us, Owen, and congratulations. It's been fantastic. Go and enjoy yourself. Go on. Uh, England's captain, Owen Morgan. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a lovely moment. We've sort of hitched a lift round here uh, with them. They're actually doing a, a, a round of the ground, as it were, a lap of honour for the England players. And uh, I might try and see if I can find somebody else. Actually, who should we try and find now, Michael? Who should we have a, who should we have a word with? Trevor Bayless, come uh, on. Let's go and find Trevor. Where's Trevor? Trevor's got the trophy. Come on, Trevor, you're not going to get away with this. We'll walk around together. What, what do you make of this? Well, it's... Uh, I mean, for all the hard work over the last four years these guys have put in, it's... Uh, you know, all that hard work's come to fruition. There's a lot of people behind the scenes. You know, like Andrew Strauss, who's no longer with the... Uh, with the with the organisation, has done a fantastic job, and it's uh, it just it feels feels fantastic after four years. And as a coach, to see this, to experience this, and dare I say, an outgoing coach, I know you've still got the minor matter of the ashes, Trevor. But I mean, you, you can never forget this, can you? Well, it makes it all worthwhile when you see the smiles on uh, on these young blokes' faces, you know, the hard work they've put in. They've put caught a little bit of criticism at times, but we had a goal in mind. We had a goal in mind, and uh, yeah, this is the proof. Yeah. Joffre Archer, I've, I've said, I asked Owen Morgan about it. I mean, for the responsibility on the youngster to bowl that over. What was the process? Well, look, he's 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 been probably our best bowler. He's hard to get away. He doesn't go for a lot of runs. He bowls a good Yorker, even though uh, probably missed missed one or two there. But um, look, I think he showed uh, yeah the class the class he's got and. Uh, yeah, the future that he has got, you know, with a lot more experience, uh, he was going to be a fantastic bowler. And lastly, Trevor, you're a pretty laid-back sort of bloke, but I can't believe I can't believe you were sitting calmly up there, or, or, or were you with your hat on, just calmly sitting there and watching it? Well, I'll try to be as calm on the outside as I possibly can, but uh, very nervous on the inside. Let me tell you. Go to enjoy it, Trevor. Thanks right. for talking to us. Hi, this is Josh Butler. Thanks for listening to the TMS podcast at the Cricket World Cup. Uh, I don't really listen to it because I enjoy the Peter Crouch one more. Right, here's Andy Saltzman with all the important stats on where the final was won or lost. <laughs> well, That's a little tester for you. Well, to be honest, Agus, I'm not sure stats can adequately explain no, it. Uh, it was can. a mixture of all kinds of things, in particular huge stroke of luck. The ball ricocheting off Ben Stokes, saying they needed seven off two, uh, three off two instead of seven off two, got the two runs to make it a, a tie. In terms of biggest single moments of good fortune yeah. in the history of sport, that will go down as one of the Because just right to explain it, people are not entirely sure. If if the ball if the ball hits the non-striker, usually in games of cricket and sporting games as this was, they wouldn't run again. The yeah. ball gets deviated off, and the non-striker says, "No, I'm not running." But when the ball goes to the boundary. That's it. There's nothing anyone can do about it. Those four runs have to stand. That's, that's what happened there. There's no question of bad sportsmanship or anything like no. that. It's just an utter fluke. Yeah, and there was nothing the umpires could do within the laws. It looked like Stokes was almost yeah. saying, can you I don't chalk want those off? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I wonder if, that, if they will look at changing that, that law. In terms of the stats, what we saw was the two best bowling teams in the tournament... Uh, and I think we saw ample evidence of that today. They both kept each other down to under under five and over. Um, it was an incredible 
incredible game. And, and we came into this tournament expecting huge scores, lots of boundaries, ultimately decided on the curiosity of a boundary after two ties in one day. Yes. Um, and that, that key moment, Stokes, will go down in the scorebook yeah. as a six. Perhaps the most important six of England's last four years off a two out to deep mid-wicket that ricocheted off his bat. We'll, we'll, we'll never see anything like this again, will we? Come on. Uh, we no, I don't, I don't think so. I, 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 I don't think we can. The tournament as a whole, I mean, stats-wise, has, has it been a Stato's dream? It's been, it's been very interesting, actually, and, and it has been high-scoring by the standards of, of uh, World Cups historically, but not as high-scoring as certainly the one-day cricket we've seen in England in recent years. The improvement in England as a bowling team was really what, what saw them through. In the end, they had been sort of seventh, eighth best of the ten teams statistically coming into this World Cup based on the figures of the previous four years. They were the second best team behind New Zealand as a bowling force in this World Cup. Archer and, and, and a sort of revamped Mark Wood made an enormous difference yeah. to this team. Real you, potency. You could say the batting didn't didn't really fire. They didn't play a good innings in the, in the final, but they, they've got away with it. New Zealand, they were lucky to get through the group stage, I think, and hugely unlucky not to... Not to win the final, but there's an yeah. interest. This is the in, in men's World Cups, England have won one football World Cup, one rugby World Cup, one cricket World Cup, and they haven't been ahead at the end of normal time in <laughs> any is, of them. Well, that is so incredible, isn't it? Well, it's the moment you've been waiting for. Uh, as you know, on this podcast, we've been trying to find a listener in every UN recognised country in the world. There's 193 of them in total. We're down to five left to find on our final day, Chad, Eritrea, Niger, Somalia and North Korea. I'm so hoping we've got North Korea. I haven't read this script. Let's see if we have. We've had some more emails. Andy Zoltzman <laughs> will go through them as well. Uh, go on then, Zoltzman, well, what have you got? Well, this comes from Lindsay Duval. I have a friend living in Chad. He really couldn't care about cricket. Ditch him as a friend, Lindsay. But I phoned <laughs> him up and played. How could he not care about cricket well, after today? He should be watching today. Uh, but I phoned him up, says Lindsay, and played him some of the podcast down the phone. Does that count? Yes, given that we're in the last, the last game of the Excellent. tournament. Well, we're getting yes, this, but certainly does for Chad then. Uh, Mark Bates, after sending the link to your podcast many times to my friend Vinny, who works in Eritrea, he's confirmed he's listened to your podcast. Whether he has or not, I don't know. He may have just said that to stop me sending him some more links. <laughs> but you can tick Eritrea off, thank goodness. Uh, well, sadly, there were all the three emails that we've had in the last 24 hours. So it appears that we're going to finish three short. We had producers checking the mailbox to make sure we hadn't missed any for the last six weeks. And then one bright spark had the idea of checking our junk mail box <laughs> and it turns out there are quite a few more in there such as this one from mid-june gary ryan hi tms i've been enjoying your podcasts from niger well just just two to go somalia and north korea and this came from martin ainsworth i've been on my ship going through the horn of africa listening to the tms podcast so you can tick off egypt eritrea djibouti yemen and somalia somalia was still on the list excellent that's good news but it does leave us one short i always had worries about this north korea we had people listening in the demilitarised zone between North and South Korea. Someone who even told us he was listening to the TMS podcast in Singapore when he saw Kim Jong-un's motorcade pass by uh, with, for the summit with Donald Trump. But that's, I'm afraid, uh, as close as we've been and we have failed. So, 192 so, of the 193. Oops. Sorry, hang on. I'm going to have to uh, just interrupt you there, Agus. Have we got one? Because we came, this came in from Colin Crooks on Twitter uh-huh. who said... TMS has asked for a video of us listening to the Cricket World Cup in Pyongyang, North Korea. No. For a hashtag TMS postcard. Well, here it is. Here we are in the British Embassy residence in Pyongyang, North Korea, listening to Test Match Special on the BBC. All the best to England in the World Cup cricket competition. Are they definitely I think there? in the British Embassy. 
in North Korea, they are listening to the TMS podcast. That is video proof. We have, I mean, not not the only, not so the only ones to have achieved it at the last minute, slightly by chance. Aggers, that seems the entirely appropriate way to finish this. Well, that, that is pretty well done, and thank you for getting that in just in the in the nick of time. Well, that's all from us for today uh, and for the tournament. We've done a t- podcast every single day for the past forty six days. Uh, the TMS podcast, will, of course, keep it across the ashes, which starts in just over two weeks' time on the 1st of August. Thank you so much for everybody who's taken part in everything that we've done during this World Cup. It's been, uh, well, it's been an exhausting day today. It's been an exhilarating day. It's been a day that uh, those of us who are lucky enough to be here will never forget. And that is an easily said uh, overstatement, but believe me, uh, that's absolutely true. If you're listening to this in the UK, you can watch the highlights of the final on the BBC Sport website and app. Tuffers and Vaughan are back on the TMS podcast on Monday with more reaction to the World Cup final. And we want to finish this pod by bringing you the highlights Highlights of the 16 balls that changed history. Bolt runs up, left arm over, and Stokes has hit that away into the leg side. Has he found the gap? Oh, he has! He has! The fielder dived despairingly at full length. He got a hand to it. But he simply run the ball into the boundary with a ball to go. Butler on strike and Bolt on his way. Bowls to him, he chips that away into the leg side, out towards the boundary. It's come to this. Here's the last ball of the World Cup final. Archer bowls it. It's clipped away into the leg side. They're going to come back for the second. The throw is picked up. They throw to the quicker keeper's end. He's yeah! run out, is he? I think he's run out. England think he's run out. England are convinced he's been run out. That tells you that England have won the World Cup. This is Owen Morgan. Thanks for listening to the TMS podcast at the Cricket World Cup. It is such a good podcast that I listen to it before I bat, when I bat, and after I bat, just so I can listen to Tuffers give me some advice on my cover drive, my pull shot, how I don't play the short ball, how my reverse sweep, all those very interesting things.